Vancouver Mayor Gregor Robertson met with Prime Minister Trudeau in Paris today before Monday's climate summit. It's great to have a unified Team Canada here, a reinvigorated force uh, all on the same page and talking about Canada being a real leader on climate change and taking advantage of the big opportunity for the green economy. Multiple sources are saying an announcement tomorrow will see tens of billions of dollars going towards clean energy technology to fight climate change. Robertson says he's hearing a lot of buzz about numerous announcements over the coming days. In addition, and in addition to meeting with Mayor Gregor, Trudeau has also met with French President Francois Hollande for the first time. The two met for lunch in Paris ahead of the COP21 climate change summit. Hollande has been traveling around the world, drumming up support for a massive military response to this month's Paris terror attacks, including more airstrikes by more countries. This comes at the same time as the Trudeau Trudeau government plans to withdraw Canada's CF-18s from the air in Iraq and Syria and step up military training on the ground. And the Eiffel Tower is lit up in green with environmentally conscious messages being projected onto it as Paris prepares to host the COP21 summit. Meanwhile, demonstrations have been held around the world to draw attention to the environment. Lending his persona as the science guy, TV personality and scientist Bill Nye joined the People's Climate Movement for a protest in New York City to call for a revolution to combat climate change. We're going to need improvements in our policies. We're going to need improvements. I don't want to shock anybody out there, but we're going to need regulations. Negotiators from nearly 200 countries are in Paris hoping to cut a deal that reduces man-made emissions to limit rising sea levels and increasingly extreme weather that's already threatening populations around the world. And while Paris is gearing up for the summit, an ocean away Vancouver activists are wondering whether it will result in any real changes. Does the cost of the ticket, like, can I actually justify that in, in accomplishing anything there, or would I just be another face in the crowd? Rob Shirky is the executive director of environmental group Our Horizon. He's not sure the 21st International Climate Summit will result in any concrete outcomes. I think there's just so many competing interests at the national level that then in, in some ways uh, make it almost a, a less effective uh, uh, place to, to actually tackle this problem. The conference takes place from November 30th to December 11th. Roshi Nair, News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver. And even though the 103rd Grey Cup was today, a number of Vancouver sports fans were more invested in the fate of the Seattle Seahawks. At a downtown bar, most screens are playing the Seahawks game, even though the Grey Cup had already started. Uh, hockey's really big, European football's really big, and American football's big as well. Bar manager Budemeyer said that the bar was much busier last year when Vancouver hosted the Cup. You know what, last year, while it was in uh, B.C., our whole room filled up, everyone was really busy. This year, clearly not so much. The Edmonton Eskimos were victorious, beating the Ottawa Red Blacks 26-20. And a trickle of Syrian refugees seeking to leave Jordan has begun flowing into Canada's processing centre in Amman. It's the first day of operations of what will eventually become the hub of much of the Syrian refugee resettlement program. Defence Minister Harjit Sajjan says they'll st- when they'll start flying to Canada hasn't been decided. This being the first day, there's a few kinks to work out. And we also want to look at how to improve things. If, if When we hit 500, we want to see if we can even increase the capacity as well. So that's going to be based on what the, the, the staff here tells us. Sajam was among three federal cabinet ministers who visited Jordan today to see the plans take shape on the ground. The Liberals have committed to resettling 25,000 Syrian refugees by the end of February. And the man who surrendered to police after a deadly shooting at a women's health clinic in Colorado will appear in court for the first time tomorrow. Prosecutors are building their case against 57-year-old Richard Deere. Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers says something has to be done to stem the rash of shootings in the U.S., but Southers says it's tough to keep high-powered weapons out of the hands of potential domestic terrorists. 
terrorists. One of the things we don't do very well is identify these people uh, sometimes with mental health problems um, and uh, prevent their access to, uh, uh, to weapons. One police officer and two civilians were killed in the standoff Friday with nine other people suffering non-life-threatening wounds. CKNW News Time 804, not the latest AM730 traffic on CKNW. Here's Jeff Jeffries. Good evening. We'll start off in Surrey with an accident on 88th Avenue eastbound at 163rd. Eastbound traffic is completely blocked on 88, so plan an alternate route, perhaps Fraser Highway. In Vancouver, the Prior Street off-ramp to the Georgia Viaduct is still blocked off, so I uh, might want to plan an alternate route, perhaps Cordova or Hastings if you're leaving downtown Vancouver. And watch out for a broken water main at the intersection of Knight and King Edward. Only one lane open north and southbound to get around this. Fraser Street, Main Street, or Victoria Drive are your best alternatives. For the most up-to-date traffic information, go to AM730. All traffic all the time. I'm Jeff Jeffries. And now the sports and news talk 980 CKNW in the CFL. The Edmonton Eskimos beat the Ottawa Red Blacks 26-20 to win the 103rd Grey Cup. And in the NHL, the Detroit Red Wings were at home taking on the Florida Panthers. Florida won 2-1. And in the NFL, the Denver Broncos are at home against the New England Patriots. New England leans 21-14. And the Seattle Seahawks were at home welcoming the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Seahawks won 39-30. Now the global sky tracker weather on CKNW. Tonight clear with a low of minus 4. Tomorrow mainly sunny, getting cloudier in the afternoon. A high of plus 5 and Tuesday showers a high of 8. In Delta, it's 0 degrees and clear. And outside CKNW Pacific Center, it's 2 degrees. CKNW weather for Fidelity Investments. Bring power to your portfolio. Ask your financial advisor about Fidelity Mutual Funds or visit fidelity.ca. CKNW News Time approaching 8.06. I'm John Hall. You know what I say when it gets this cold outside? I say, crank up the heat, baby. That's right. Get under the covers, and I'm going to help you to do just that right here tonight on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making relationships the best they can be. Welcome to the program. I am Maureen McGrath, a registered nurse with a special interest in sexuality, sexual health, basically all things sex. Listener discretion is advised because we are going to be talking about sex. So please put the kids to bed and let's get right down to it. Tonight on the program, it is solo sex and there's nothing wrong with that. What that means is that I'm here by myself. No guests, no call-in guests, no one in the studio. It's just me. But that's okay. I am going to be talking about relationships with you. In fact, last night I saw a powerful movie called The Stanford Prison Experiment. It is, now, I am no Rick Forchuk, but this is a great movie about the balance of power in relationships, which is a big interest of mine because I see how damaging that can be in a relationship and how the relationship can change based on that balance of power, that imbalance, or who holds the most power at the time. So I would suggest you watch that movie. In fact, today I went for a giant hike for about three hours up to some bluffs up there on the North Shore. And um, I kept, we were talking, a bunch of people, and, and I kept saying everything when there was ever a problem in a relationship that somebody was talking about, I'd say, aha, the Stanford prison experiment. Anyway, you'll see what I mean. I thought it was a very profound and powerful movie. So have a look uh, at that. And it it is dark. Uh, It's not for everybody. So uh, you have been warned. Did you know that the acute care hospitals are offering HIV testing to all patients? Do you also know that the rates of gonorrhea are elevated, according to the CDC, 
since HIV started being treated as a chronic condition, which it is now. And so what is the correlation there? I'm going to be discussing that on the program. I'm also going to get into the dating game. What if you are recently divorced, widowed, or still on your own after all these years? Yes, of course, you can have solo sex, but it's often nicer and more satisfying and a little healthier to meet that special someone, even if you just hook up every now and again. I'm going to be answering an email about that a little bit later, and you're going to be surprised about my response. Don't give up before trying. Loneliness can be deadly. But how do you meet that special someone, especially in a place like Vancouver, not really known for its high-caliber dating scene? I'm going to show you how you can date in this fine city of low dating quality, give you some tips as you head into this season filled with mistletoe and leave the misery behind. But before you get started on that... I'm going to review some of the lies that people tell themselves that may prevent them from meeting that special someone, from not even trying to get into a relationship, from being afraid, from putting it off, not doing it right away, feeling that you're not ready. Well, you know what? You're never going to be ready. Nobody's ever ready. Nothing's ever perfect. So there are some things that people do that self-sabotage and prevent them from meeting that wonderful person or that okay person or that person for the moment or whomever. I'm also going to answer your emails, as I said, and I will tell you about my chimpanzee list, which may help you to put things in perspective for your for the people you meet. Sometimes people will say, you know, I had to go out with 50 or 60 people. I went on 50 or 60 dates before I met the perfect person. But sometimes you just have to do that. You just got to hunker down and go for it. But sometimes you may just want to shift somebody over into the cage, into the chimpanzee list, and onto that chimpanzee list. And that can be very helpful. Of course, in my work, I encounter a lot of chimpanzees, and I'm going to define chimpanzees for you. I have to say that chimpanzees are men. It's never a woman, and I'll explain that as well. Nothing against the guys. Tonight, I also have some prizes to give out because it's close to Christmas, and I love to give. And so I found a whole bunch of things to give to you. And But you have to answer a question, of course. But first, I just want to uh, clarify one thing. A couple weeks ago, I did ask a question about... What's the most common, one of the most common male sexual dysfunctions, and two people won. One was a gentleman from Christina Lake, and then the other is Mike, and I've been remiss in getting those bottles of wine to you, and I've got a million excuses, of course, that I could give you, but one of them, (laughs) one of them is that I just thought, no, I'm going to send a bottle of wine to Christina Lake, and, and I think his name was Joe. He has sent me his email address, which I'm having problems accessing my email, but that's aside, beside the point. But anyway, he sent me his proper address. And I thought, I'll just call a liquor store in Christina Lake. Well, I found out from another new friend from Christina Lake that there are no liquor stores in Christina Lake. (laughs) I am blonde. Don't forget. Uh, So there's none there. But there is a gas station 20 minutes away. (laughs) And I thought, okay, I'll call the gas station and I'll just hire a cab and then I'll just get the wine to him because I am a woman of my word. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just going to send you money, Joe, okay? So you can go and get the bottle of wine. I hope that suffices. As for Mike, yes, I didn't forget about you, Mike. And yes, I know exactly who you are. (laughs) Um, And you can pick that up at the station after Wednesday this week. I'll leave it here for you on the 
I'll email you that once I get access to my email. So tonight, the question is, what is Uxor? And so it's U-X-O-R. So if you tell me what Uxor is, you have the fabulous opportunity to win any one of a number of prizes because I went into my little section. I'm going to put a few of these things together. As you know, I like threesomes. (laughs) My kind of threesomes. Anyway, I might put three things together for a package deal. But I should tell you what they are. Um, I have tons of these. (laughs) Needless to say, I try everything. Everything I suggest, I try. Everything I try, I suggest. Any of it's good, I'll suggest it. Whatever. One thing I suggest is exercise. And the reason I hike is because strong legs are very important for brain health. And the brain, of course, is the largest sex organ. So it helps to promote venous return. When your legs are strong, you exercise them. You are climbing up that mountain. That's what I was doing today, one foot in front of the other. Um, I know that my legs are getting stronger. And that's really beneficial. And then there's also a great exercise. I kind of, as I said, I like three. It's actually my, my lucky number, my favorite number. And I divide everything into threes all the time. I have OCD as well. But anyway... The other thing is, so then you have to exercise the upper body as well. And I found this great infographic on Twitter, and I'm going to review some of those. They're 20 seconds each, lifting some weights, not too strenuous, but you want to do that. And then for the midsection, which can be a problem for many women and even some men, it's not as easy for men to do this, but hula hooping is great. It can help with the pelvic floor, helps with your core, and it helps to keep things trim. Anyway, so that's exercise. We'll probably get to that a little bit later in the program. But the prizes tonight I have are... One of them is a duo vibe. Then the other is a small wonder. It is a waterproof vibe, vibrator, just a basic pink, nice color, vibrator. Then I have a master ring, mastering the power of remote control. It's actually a ring and panty set. Very cool. That's right. I didn't see those panties. I might keep those. Anyway, um, and then also there is a quiver, uh, Quiver vibrator. Comes with a free velvet travel pouch. That has some magnets or something at the bottom. Anyway, fantastic. And it's always nice to have a candle. And this candle I love because you light the candle and it melts into oil. And then you can rub it all over everywhere and have a marvelous time. I do not want to forget to thank Mike, my technical producer here every Sunday night. Does a great job with all the music and with answering your calls. So give me a call, 604 280 Nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell. What is Uxor? If you can tell me what it's the treatment for, you can win the prizes, and then you can choose one of the prizes. I had another one in there as well, and they all come with Gynotroph, the pri- which is a natural vaginal moisturizer and a lubricant. So you can add that to the mix, and it can be fun as well. So I think I might have a call. Antonio, <laughs> I do have a call right out of the gates. Somebody has called. Are you there, Antonio? I am. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. So do you know what Uxor is? <laughs> yeah, it's a topical benzocaine, benzocaine cream. I can't remember how to say it for, to help uh, delay ejaculation. Fantastic. A hundred percent. Good for you. Okay. Did you want to win a prize? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did, did any of them appeal to you? What, what I was trying to, to, to pick which one. So what the, 
There was one that I forgot. I left that one at home. Um, well, want some Zestra, which is a sexual desire gel? I can give yeah. you some of that. Well, I had the Master Ring. That was the ring and panty set. Then there was the straight vibrator. It's just an easy push-button control. Two speeds, waterproof. Then there's like a couple's vibe. It's a duo vibe. Yeah, the uh, couple's one. You want that one? Yeah. You got it, my friend. Is, is that kind of like the... Uh, Wee vibe. The, the Wee vibe? Though? Yes, a little yeah. bit like it. It's not yeah. as... Um, it's, it's a lower uh, version of it. Not as high-end. Uh, to be totally yeah, honest but, with you. Anyway, yeah, all right. I wanted to, I, we wanted to try and get, try one like the Wee Vibe, so I will kind of give us an idea. Well, there you go. Let me know how it works yeah. <laughs> for you. All, all right. right. Thanks for the call, and well done. Excellent. All right. Take care. You can leave your information with Mike. You can pick things up in the, here at the station. Uh, so, yeah, so if you want to, I'm going to have to think of another question because we've got the smart guys calling tonight, some with intelligence. Uh, and maybe I should, uh, while we're waiting for to go to commercial, I should email you, I mean, I should read to you the email that I got and then I'm going to answer for you. Uh, Dear Maureen, my friend and I were talking about this earlier and I'm actually not sure if you'll be discussing it on your show tonight but what is it with men who seem to only want sex after a date and how are we able to tell that the guy is actually in it for what it's worth and not just wanting to jump in the sack and then book i think my answer is going to surprise you and i think my answer well i not think i know blonde i mentioned that my answer has to do with the socialization of women and how we're socialized very differently. But when I come back, my chimpanzee list and my answer to your email. I'm Maureen McGrath. There's no more monkey business. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I hate to interrupt that fabulous song, Lovers in a Dangerous Time. It can be dangerous. I'm Maureen McGrath. In case you're just joining me, this is the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Talk all about sex. Listener discretion is advised, so please do put the kitties to bed. I'm going to think of a new question for you. For I have some prizes to give out. You can call me at 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Uh, so I have to think up a question for you. Um, maybe you can tell me. Well, I don't Anyway, what's, well, what's Zestra for? Okay, make it easy on you. Anyway, um, I wanted to tell you about my chimpanzee list, and that has to do with a visit that I had with my doctor. I don't usually like to get personal, but my doctor is hilarious. He's brilliant. He used to be a physicist, and before he was a doctor. I like the smart ones. <laughs> anyway, and he's got a great sense of humor, but he's shy, and he's, he's quiet, but, you know, not with me, of course. Nobody is. Nobody can be. So I hurt my foot on the tennis court, and I, I'm looking at surgery, but it's not imminent it's uh so I I went in a few uh, maybe a month ago after I'd injured it and uh so he we were talking about the surgery and he said you know you probably need surgery have to refer you to an orthopedic surgeon and but he said um you know the weights are, are fairly long for this kind of a thing because it's kind of elective sort of in that gray area and uh so I said well you know can you tell him that I uh I'm a former foot model and like this is traumatic for me and he's laughing and and uh I said can you tell him I'm a good person <laughs> he's like none of it's gonna work he said he had a, a fe- uh, female physician colleague who had a similar injury and 
And uh, she waited like two and a half years. So I said, okay, well, how long is uh, the private? Like, what if I step out of the system? How long is the private? And he said, well, that would be uh, ten to $20,000. And I said, which prompted my next comment, and I said, well, you know, like I'm not famous enough <laughs> to afford that for a foot. For a heart attack, I would do it. And he said, yeah, you can't do it for a heart attack. And I said, you know, and that's the number one killer of women, probably because, and with all due respect, guys, I said, you know, probably because of all the dealings we've had with men. And he just starts laughing, and he said, you know, men are genetically very close, much closer to chimpanzees <laughs> than they are to women. They're much more genetically similar to chimpanzees. <laughs> he said, so how can you expect to know how to deal with men? I said, that's right. They're a whole other animal, you're telling me. And he said, yes. And so then I said, well, that, you know, is that's great, actually, because I think what I need to do as a person who hosts a sex show, and if you hosted a sex show, you would be getting these emails too. And it's literally just the nature of this job that I get these emails and that I'm just like, are you kidding me? And they're always from men and I never answer them. I, but I am like, I, you know, seriously, (laughs) they're hilarious. Some of them, but I said to him, So, you know, it's going to help me in my career because I can just put all these guys on my chimpanzee list. So he's he's laughing and he said, yeah, exactly. He said, you can never understand like why they would send you these emails because it's like a monkey sending them to you. So I said, okay. So when I go back and I had to go back and see him and get a requisition for the x-ray and then go back. I don't even think we've reviewed the x-ray. We talk about so much else. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sure he filled out the rec. But anyhow, uh, so I was in recently and I said, uh, he said, he always says to me, how's the chimpanzee list? And I tell him about, you know, a recent email that I may have received. So I said, have I got a good one for you? So here's the email that has landed this guy on my chimpanzee list. Now, where where is it? Okay. I don't even know what the guy's name is. But anyway, Um, I don't look because I'm sure it should just read monkey. But anyway, dear Maureen, what an amazing career. It would be phantasmagoric to meet one day soon. You could school me on a 101. Really? Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Chimpanzee. It's really helpful. So what I wanted to do for you, who for women who are trying to figure out men, and they always say that men have a hard time to figure out women, Not really. I mean, we kind of tell it like it is, do it all. I don't know. But anyway, so if you're having a hard time, and and from that email that I read at at the end of the last segment, which I'll read again and answer, if you're having a hard time figuring out men, just put them in the cage. Just put them on your chimpanzee list. That's it. You're dealing with a monkey. There's no other. You don't need to go any further. Don't even try. You're not even going to be able to figure it out. And that will be helpful. So that's how I devise my chimpanzee list. It happens to be deal happens to be related to my career. But if you're in the dating game, this is one, one bit of advice for you. Have a chimpanzee list. No explanation for it. You don't understand it. Okay, that's fine. So getting back to that other email I had. My friend, and and here, I'll read it again. My friend and I were talking about this earlier, and actually, I'm not sure if you'll be discussing it on your show tonight, but what is it with men who seem to only want sex after a date? 
after? How about during? But anyway, and how are we able to tell that the guy is actually in it for what it's worth? Which I'm not really sure what you mean by that. But And not just wanting to jump in the sack and then book. Okay, I guess you don't want a man to meet you and just think he's going to have sex with you that first night, whatever, the first night you meet him. I think that this has something to do with how women are socialized about sex versus how men are socialized about sex. Why do you view this? I'm just curious why you view this as something that you have to give to somebody else, something you are losing. Why is it that a woman thinks, is that all he wants from me? What's wrong with he? That's what he wants from you. Where he's attracted to you, perhaps. Um, if is it someone that you would want to have sex with? Why are these? Why do these rules apply to women, but they don't apply to men? Why are women not socialized to enjoy sex? Why aren't women socialized to enjoy pleasure? To have the health benefits associated with experiencing orgasm. Why is it that we have to use sex, and many women do, as a piece or a leverage in that power, in that balance of power in a relationship? So you may never get to. Many people have met and have had a sexual attraction that they could not overcome or control and ended up in a very healthy and beautiful relationship. So what I'm suggesting here may surprise people because we're so accustomed to saying, no, I'm not going to give this to you. It's not something to give. It's something to enjoy. We need to change our mindset around it. When I get back, when I come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about some of those dating tips and some of those lies you tell yourself to prevent yourself from meeting the Mr. or Mrs. Right. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Thousands of people took to the steps of the Vancouver Art Gallery this afternoon in a call for global leaders to act against climate change on the eve of a major conference in Paris. Local organizations helped put together the Global Climate March Vancouver, where other large rallies took place in major cities like London, Paris, Madrid, and Berlin. And Vancouver Mayor Gregor Robertson is part of the BC delegation in Paris for those climate talks, along with Premier Christy Clark. Robertson says he's confident leaders will come together to make sizable investments into clean energy technology, and Clark says... She plans on plugging B.C. as a global leader in environmentalism. And New Westminster police are asking for the public's help in a hit-and-run last night. A, passer, a passing driver noticed a man on the road of the 400 block of Burnett Avenue. He was taken to hospital after appearing to have been hit by a vehicle which failed to remain at the scene. That man is still in hospital. And a Liberal MP who was vying for the Speaker's chair has dropped out of the race. Robert Falcon Olette told constituents in Winnipeg yesterday that the job allows for great influence with the Prime Minister. Olette said former speakers told him if they had an issue in their writings, they could call the PM to their chair. In a statement today, Falcon says he only meant to convey that the Speaker can still bring constituents' concerns to the government's attention. CKNW News Time 831. Now the latest name 730 traffic on CKNW. Here's Caitlin Osansky. Good evening. Starting in Surrey with an accident on 88. Eighth Avenue eastbound at 163rd. Eastbound traffic is blocked on 88th. There's a broken water main in Vancouver in the intersection of Knight Street and King Edward. Crews are on the scene. That's down to one lane north and south. To avoid delays, use Fraser Main Street or Victoria Drive. Lane closures on Marine Way west of Boundary Road in Vancouver due to some road work. That's ongoing until the end of the year. And for the most up-to-date traffic information, go to AM730. All traffic all the time. I'm Caitlin.
Caitlin Osansky. Now, the Global Sky Tracker weather on CKNW tonight clear with a low of minus four tomorrow. It's going to be mainly sunny with it getting cloudier in the later afternoon, a high of plus five tomorrow evening, cloudy, a small chance of showers, temperature rising to plus five. In North Vancouver, it's zero degrees and clear, and outside CKNW Pacific Center, it's one degree. CKNW News Time, 832. I'm John Hall. Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I'm Maureen McGrath. I am your host of this show, hostess is the correct terminology. I had an email from John. Dear Maureen, apparently I am a sex simian. I'm listening to your show right now. Thank you, John. (laughs) Apparently you are. You just don't want to get on the chimpanzee list. Anyway, coming up now, I thought uh, we'll get a little bit more serious uh, about a health concern because this show is about sexual health and overall health, and often the two are tied very tightly together. Uh, Don't forget to give me a call if you want to win one of these health aids, one of these pleasure aids, and I just happened to find something else in my little bag. It's called Pinch and Please. I'm going to say no more. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Nobody called up telling me what Zestra was for, even though the answer was given out earlier. But that's okay. Just give me a call if you like. But for now, we're going to talk about routine HIV testing in hospitals and why that occurs. These, this test is offered to all patients in hospitals, which is interesting. You might think, why would women need to be tested for HIV? And, you know, there's some... Uh, misperception that this is a gay man's disease. It is not. It is if it ever was. HIV is a virus that attacks the immune system. And the immune system is the system in your body that helps to fight off infection. So you can imagine if a virus attacks your immune system, it would be problematic. It's an infection, HIV, that is a chronic illness and can be treated with medication. There's no cure for HIV. And if it's not treated... It can actually go on to, you can go on to develop uh, acquired an immunodeficiency syndrome or AIDS. So you need to be treated with anti-HIV medication. Many of the symptoms associated with HIV lay dormant and you may not have them. So uh, that is why it's important if you are sexually active to have an annual HIV test. I'm going to get a little bit uh, more into this in a moment, but I do have Sarah on the line. Hello, Sarah. Hi there. I was calling about uh, getting a toy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Sarah, I'm so glad you did. (laughs) And so so you should. (laughs) What would you like? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I heard the guy saying that he wanted the weave, the, the type of weave Right. He got that one. Thing. Yeah. I know. Oh, darn. Um, yeah, I know, because I had one and it broke down. Oh, did you like it? <laughs> um, I did. It was one of the early ones, so I know that I've heard the newer ones are a lot better. So Yeah, they're a bit better. I mean, they, you know, there's only so much you can do. To that, yeah, that's yeah, true. You're not missing out that much. Don't worry. I never actually tried it with my boyfriend though, because he doesn't want to use it at the same time because he's worried it's going to tickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might. Um, but what's wrong with that? Uh, it, I know. You know, I was talking about this with some close friends today. 
and we were saying how some men don't are threatened by a little yeah. six inch toy. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> Their sure. little six inch friend is threatened, but you know, a lot of men are threatened by. I'm not. I'm not saying that your boyfriend is, but that can be an issue. But it can actually add, you know, a lot more fun in the bedroom, perhaps. But tickling, I hadn't heard of that one. I was actually talking about the womanizer in particular the smart little womanizer that knows exactly where to go, the one that causes pleasure, not pain. And, um, but anyway, <laughs> they were, they were saying how, you know, I was describing it and they were just like, well, that sounds amazing. You know, you never ever need a guy again, you know, like what, you know, like they, <laughs> he would be really threatened and, uh, in, and that can certainly be the case. So you don't want to just rely on sex toys only either, yeah, no, you know, because sure. they, you know, they can often perform better than a lot of men. <laughs> Dare I, I say that? Actually, yeah. About um, because you know the oh my yes. gel. Yes. Um, I started using that, mm-hmm. and can you sort of like become dependent on having to use that <laughs> in order to reach a clitoral <laughs> orgasm? Addicted to gel. Um, you know what, well, it's, I, I don't know what your age is or if you're on the oral contraceptive pill or if you're postpartum or pregnant or perimenopausal, but, but often women will need additional lubrication as they, well, have, the clitoral stimulating gel, that one, you, oh, that you're getting addicted to the clitoral. So yeah. Cause Oh My has a whole variety of products. Um, yeah, you know, well, yeah, you can become, you can become reliant on that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you want to maybe wean yourself off that a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> bring that out, bring him on um, kind of a thing. But it, but if it helps with, you know, as long as your boyfriend is there as well, is he part of the equation or are you leaving him out of that? No, too? no, <laughs> he is definitely, he can, he does it for me. No oh, problem. Oh, perfect. Okay. But um, I was just wondering because uh, I do use it from time to time. Yeah, that's fine. And I used to use it a lot, and I don't know if it was just the maneuvering of my ex-boyfriend, but um, he just didn't do it for me. Well, that's <laughs> the I problem. Sure, if there was a connection, so... If that does Anyways. it, but the boyfriend does it, I would move the boyfriend over to the chimpanzee <laughs> list and order more Oh My Gel, <laughs> clitoral stimulating gel. Well, the X didn't, so this yeah. one definitely does. That's good. Yeah, move the X over to the chimpanzee <laughs> list and leave, and get For more sure. some more of the gel, or a little bit, or you can wean yourself off. And that's great that you've got a, a new guy that, uh, yeah, so you didn't get that little one, but... If you email me, email me your address. You know what I'll do? I'll just send you, I'll just send you one. I don't have one in the studio, but I'll send you one anyway. Send me one. The, the couple's vibe. <gasps> the fake one. For real? Yeah, of course. The, the, the for real fake one. <laughs> the, the fake couple's vibe. <laughs> yes, I will. I can get another one. Yeah. So just email me nursetalk at hotmail.com and I will uh, mail that out to you. Send me your address. Nurse- Nurse Talk? Yes. N-U-R-S-E-T-A-L-K. Yeah. The Nurse Who Talks. (laughs) All right. Okay. I think she's... Well, that was fantastic, Sarah. Thanks for the call and your honesty. And email me, nursetalk.hotmail.com, and I will send you the lookalike couple's vibe, which doesn't seem to have a name on this package. Anyway, it's by Picobon. Oh, Mahana. Mahana. It's a duo vibe. That's what they call it. Uh, okay, lots of copycats there. Anyway, when I come back, we'll do a little bit more of the uh, Q 
key points as to why you need HIV testing, why it's important. And also then we're going to get back into the dating tips. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. A little old Adele there. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. You can email me any questions you like at sextalk at cknw.com. Or you can call me 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell if you have any questions about sexuality, sexual health, relationships, intimacy. We were talking about HIV and why it's important that everybody be tested for HIV and why the hospitals are doing it. A couple of things I wanted to say just to finish up. HIV can spread from one person to another during unprotected sex. So HIV is that infection of the immune system which prevent protects you from infections okay so you can spread from one person to another during unprotected sex that's vaginal anal and sometimes oral sex or by blood contact so using or sharing needles together with somebody who has hiv it's also an infection that is reportable it's also um not it doesn't necessarily show up right away and it may in fact take about six weeks for the virus to show up so uh, it doesn't detect very early HIV infection in other words so if you think you may have been exposed to HIV in the last six weeks ask your family doctor to have a second test in six weeks there's many different locations where you can get HIV testing and um, you can go to the health link files so the BC health file is one place um, and there's lots of other uh, resources. I'll post them on my website, www.backtothebedroom.ca. So remember, it's your health is so important. You have your health. You have your wealth. You don't need anything else, honestly. But you might need somebody else in your life, and that's always fun, too. Uh, and there might be different people along the way. You just never know. We have so many societal pressures placed on our relationships and on sex for men and for women, and so many misperceptions and so much guilt and so much shame and so much worry about what other people think and so much wonder about it. And people have so many questions around it. But sometimes single people tell themselves lies about love. And anybody, you know, that's an adult basically has a love history. You've been in a relationship or maybe just in your mind. (laughs) Um, maybe it's just all a fantasy. Maybe all of this is phantasmagoric, as my monkey man uh, wrote earlier. And that's all about fantasy and imagination and uh, all on an exaggerated level on steroids. But but you may not have found the right person uh, yet. Maybe you're divorced or you're frustrated with dating or haven't ventured back out into the dating pool. And there could be some things that are keeping you from doing that. You might be a widow and unsure of ever finding another, uh, man or woman like your husband or wife. Perhaps you were in a live-in or long-term relationship that has ended and you're single again, and maybe you're single again and again and again. And it's like the 10th time you're single and you're fed up with it. And you're like, forget it. I'm not going out there. And you tell yourself all of these lies, like all the good men or women are taken. And I hear this really frequently from many of my clients. They're like, oh, that, you know, and I'm not going to bother, you know, my friend has a great husband or, or my you know, friend has a great wife and I'll never meet anyone like her. But there are still 
great single people available. It's more about getting out there. You know, men and women get divorced for the same reasons, basically. They either grow apart from their wives or maybe their wives or their husbands have cheated on them or circumstances just change or they, or they just don't, they're not on the same page any longer. They don't have the same priorities. Maybe some people's hearts were broken and earlier in life and, you know, they've taken some time recovering. So, you know, you don't want to think that it's over before you even get out there. Many people think they've already had one shot at love, especially if they were in a great relationship that they loved and they find they'll never meet such a great person again. But this is exactly why it's possible. So if you found great love once, you are sure to find it again or you have the potential. A lot of people think looking for love is not worth the trouble. But you know, dating is difficult and you may reach a point that you feel it's too exhausting or you've had it and it might be like 30 times you've dated and you're like, forget it, I'm done. But the 31st time might be the time, could be the third time. Um, you know, so it might be worth it, but you know, it's also okay if you want to be single and you don't want to meet somebody. This is just about if you want to meet somebody. And also, of course, everyone's looking for a 10. And if the person isn't a 10, they don't bother. But there's so much more to the physical appearance of somebody, the outward look, because the, the beauty often lies within. The beauty is in the personality. The beauty is in the sense of humor. The beauty is in their accomplishments or, or their intelligence or their just their way, their perspective on life. Somebody who is appreciative of life, you know, full of energy, happy, uh, engages people, you know, is that kind of person that can make everybody in the room feel like they are alone in the room. You know, so there's so many great people and it's just looking for that kind of person that you want to hang with or, um, you know, sometimes you have to move them over to the monkey list, though, the chimpanzee list. And I had a friend who recently did that and she, because, and and I've had it again. I've had a few emails like this, guys. It, it, these emails are from women, but they're like, my partner, my boyfriend has erectile dysfunction. The one who moved her man over to the chimpan to the cage, shall I say, um, he had uh, Peroni's disease. He had a bend. In, I mean, I, I couldn't really diagnose him. I'd never actually met the guy. But from what I, she described, he had erectile dysfunction, so he couldn't attain or maintain an erection adequate for penetrative sex. He also had a bend in his penis that prevented that from happening. Many men have bends in their penis, and and it's okay. But this. Uh, gentleman had pain and he had severe erectile dysfunction. He was 42 years old. And so they broke up because he wasn't willing to get any treatment for it. But I get a lot of those emails like, how do I talk to my partner, my boyfriend, my husband about getting help for his erectile dysfunction? I know I've gone off on a tangent here, but this is important because it can be a sign of prostate problems, cardiovascular disease, neurological disease. It's about blood flow. Remember I talked about strong legs and, you know, that promotes venous return. That gets the blood going back to the heart and back to the brain. And that's why it's important. Sex is about blood flow. Erections are about blood flow. Female sexual satisfaction about blood, not, not female sa sexual satisfaction, which almost came out of my mouth. Never fake. It's not good. Uh, satisfaction is about blood flow. Blood flow is so important for you. A lot of people think that most men are liars, cheaters, and players, but that's not the case. You know, many people cheat for, re for many, many reasons. And, you know, sex is so, we're, we're, it's such a taboo subject. Everybody wants to talk about it, learn about it, hear about it, discuss it, run things by. You know, why 
women and women cheat as well. But nobody ever says, oh, all women are liars, cheaters and players. But men are uh, tasked with that reputation. And I don't necessarily think it's true. And I also think that there are reasons that men may cheat or may go outside of the relationship. Maybe they're being unduly controlled. You know, I talked about that balance of power again, the Stanford prison experiment, that imbalance of power. Maybe a man is being emasculated. Maybe a man has wound up with a life he didn't actually hope for. Or maybe, you know, in his 20s or his 30s, it was a whole lot different than what he expected in his 40s or his 50s. And so, there are many reasons, and there are definitely men who do not cheat. If that's your deal breaker, if that's your bottom line, you know, don't, you know, look at their history. Find out if they've cheated in the past, because they generally, if they've cheated before, and about 50% of men cheat. I think it's higher than that, probably. And I, and I think women cheat also, because whenever I say men cheat, women email me, we cheat too, and this is who I've cheated with, and this is why I cheat. And often it's about no sex in a relationship or less sex in a relationship or dissatisfying sex in a relationship or always having to beg for sex in a relationship. Women never initiating is a big problem and guys get a little frustrated with that. And of course, you know what? There's not one lid for every pot. There are many lids for these pots. There are many people, women or men, could have wound up with, but they happen to wind up with one in particular. Anyway, so you can't really give up before you you try. And you know, there's lots of interesting men. There's lots of single men. I don't care where you live, but there's lots of single men. And, and you know, that first experience, maybe it's their second time around or third time around, but you know what, that's their experience. And, and every time you learn from that and you have better successes and you're able to contribute much more to a relationship. Anyway, when I come back, we are going to wrap this baby up and I'm going to tell you what's coming up on the program next weekend. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You've been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Like all great sex, everything has to come to an end. What did we learn tonight? We learned about, you know, make a chimpanzee list. Make Just put those people over there. You're never going to understand. You cannot figure them out because we cannot understand monkeys. Uh, and that may help. Like, don't even try because you'll just get frustrated. Also, ladies, it's okay to enjoy sex. Don't always feel like, oh, he only wants me for sex. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's just reframing it. It's just thinking about it in a little bit of a different way. Initiate. Have sex with your man. It's, it's important. It's important for your own health. It's important for the intimacy in a relationship. You heard Sarah. She called earlier. It wasn't working with her ex, but it's working with the present guy. You know, she's enjoying sex, and it was great. He did it for her, and that's really important when you meet somebody that there is that attraction, that chemical reaction almost, that you just are so attracted to one, one another. And the sex is the most important. And so if you start out even before the relationship begins, using it as a, a power piece, if you're not comfortable having sex, that's fine. You can talk about that, you know, on that first date. But it doesn't mean you got to write the guy off. Anyway... We're coming up to my uh, last talks of the season. I'm looking forward to speaking at the Trialers Association of British Columbia this Friday. That's going to be fun because there's a few uh, events leading up to that. The CKNW Orphans Fund is at the Terminal City Club on Wednesday. I'm going to be there helping out, of course, 
um, bringing my checkbook as well. But uh, I think I'll be hanging up your coats or maybe calling you. But anyway, I look forward to that Wednesday afternoon. I'll be there after work. And uh, so do come down because that's just such a great organization. They do tremendous work. You can always tweet me at back the number two, the bedroom. You can email me at sextalk at cknw.com. You can visit my website, which is improving all the time, backtothebedroom.ca. I did write a blog about uh, the dating game, so you can go to either one of my blogs, either at backtothebedroom-blog.ca, which is on my website, backtothebedroom.ca, or I also blog for VLove, which is um, v-love.co. And I think that was where I had written my uh, dating advice tips. So if you've got any tips for me, you can always email them to me, sextalk at cknw.com. Until next week, have a sexually healthy week. And remember, when you stumble on this gravel road of life, make it part of your dance. I am Maureen McGrath. It's been my absolute pleasure coming to you this evening on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. See you next week.